and the nano. Only in the nano. I, uh, I felt really, really, really good when I bought the first iPhone. UPS. Dude, I'm waiting for Blackberry to come back, dude, because I missed my Blackberry. That was the best thing. Blackberries. They are They're coming back, bro. Blackberry I have Blackberry. Is... I'm still, I'm still on stock. It felt like a businessman when I had excuse my Blackberry. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. excuse Hell yeah. Me. Hell yeah. Like the protagonist in this show, Blackberry is dead. Welcome to another special <laughs> yeah. TV episode of season three of Three and a Half Channel for the podcast, where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections, while one of us tries desperately to keep up. We'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Jeremiah, Kadamia, Eddie. Can you leave? Can you give me another five minutes, please? And Brandon. I literally never have a quote. Ever. That's, That's how cool sure. you are. That's just he's the cool guy. <laughs> That's that, like we expect it now, though. If you ever had a quote, I wouldn't be ready. You know what? I take it. so many damn notes, but I never take a note on a quote so, ever. Anyways, okay. Well, let me look at this script. I haven't looked at it yet for today. Uh, before we dive into season four of our podcast in, gen- in January, with many more of our favorite films, we'll be finishing out the calendar year by taking a look at one of our most popular TV shows of the year. Uh, Jeremiah, what do you think that's going to be? <laughs> Oh, I think it's going to be fantastic, actually. As, as with every review we give, our goal is to answer one simple question. How many drinks does it take to get through the film? Or in this case, a show that we just watched. Now, at the end of the podcast, we'll rate each episode based on a scale of zero to five, with zero being the perfect episode that you could watch Stone Cold Sober, and five being the sort of the episode that makes you want to get run over by a speeding car as you innocently walk across the street after uncovering a major development in a years-old criminal case. <laughs> With that, uh, what do we have scurrying across the floorboards this evening, gentlemen? Well, tonight we continue with the newest Netflix mm. phenomenon Wednesday, which is still making its twisted presence known to viewers all over the world. The season follows Wednesday Adams as she settles into life at the prestigious Nevermore, which is a boarding school for the outcasts of society that includes vampires, werewolves, sirens, and faceless things. While at Nevermore, she stumbles onto a murder mystery involving students from the school and members of Jericho, the neighboring town full of normies. But as she comes to realize over each episode, the Adams family has direct ties to the murderous goings on. The season has an IMDb score of 8.4 and an average critic score of 72% with an audience score of 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yo, this series is like really becoming very fucking huge. I mean, have you guys not noticed so, it? Or I, you, I've noticed you know. a couple of things. Number one is um, that the 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 mythos of the show, like the stuff that happens in the show, is becoming part of meme culture. Is becoming part of like everyday culture, and I think that's fun. When a show when a show starts memeing and making fun of itself, you know it's arrived. Um, and I I think it's it's really. Um, I, I remember when Shit's Creek did that with David and folding the cheese and all the different, you know, funny shit that came from Shit's Creek. I feel like this show is just finally getting there where it's it's starting to meme itself. But the crazy thing is, it's happening in you know a, a really short amount of time. Where I feel like short Shit's Creek time. that was happening right. in like season two. Five. It took five seasons. Yeah, it yeah. took five seasons for them to get popular. With this episode, guys, we we get uh, more. We get after the dance, right? And we get uh, more into – is this when you get uh, Martis, uh, Gomez and Mar- Morticia? Marticia? We get the family, the family, man. The family the comes into town. And Lurch and yeah, – Lurch, Lurch. Lurch. Yeah, so, uh, so let's, let's, let's start uh, uh, with, I think, uh, the reemergence of Catherine Zeta-Jones wonderfully uh, playing Morticia and Gomez Adams 
Uh, which, I like her. I, you know, once again, uh, Louise, uh, what was it? What's his name? Louise Louis, Guzman. Uh, Louise Guzman. Guzman. Um, Guzman. You know, uh, we we kind of did not appreciate him in the first episode necessarily. Um, since then, I think he has grown into the character wonderfully. Yeah. Um, and, and it's I think he came to light in this episode in, in a way that you at least understood his casting and you at least understood the, the way they were going with the character. And I think that, uh, at least for me, it played beautifully because I think that this episode is a, uh, you know, I, I think Wednesday has a struggling relationship with her mother, but with her father, they have a different type of relationship. And I think it shines in this episode. And I think that's the heart of this episode. And for me, this is my, my favorite episode of the whole series. So, um, yeah. so no I'm going to disagree. Really? I, I love Louis Guzman. I think he's one of the best character actors out there, but I just feel like he's not in his, in his element right here. I feel like he's trying to push it too much, too much. Um, it just and it's not just because I, I have, you know, Raul Julia and, and and other versions of Gomez. I just feel like Guzman he he detracts from what's on screen. Is that you're constantly kind of I don't want to say you're you're trying to question what his motive is and what he's doing, but to me it just doesn't it doesn't catch. I think that Catherine Zeta Jones, though, is a perfect, beautiful role or cast. So but back to your 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 point, Brandon, I think that that is the point of the episode is is you you along with Wednesday are learning that she, that her parents are not what they what what she expected them to be they are embroiled in this you know decades old murder and he's not supposed to be that person that you're certain of his alliances however in the end you realize that it's always been about family it's always been about protecting morticia and it's always been about protecting wednesday and i think that concept right there um does emerge in the show so i don't think he necessarily uh but it's, you know, not, I, but it's I not the character he, it's he the actor. screen time yeah yeah I, I, okay I, I i'll give you that i'm just i i'm not i'm not defending it necessarily i'm just saying that the the that hope was the purpose of the episode I think this episode has everything regarding to family and baggages because it's just not Wednesday that's actually experiencing this. Every person, every character inside that school has their family coming in. And yet, you know, there is some type of like, you know, it's affecting their their whole lifestyle and whatnot. And I really liked how it's like at the end of this episode, you have them, all of them choosing a different path of not following the footsteps of their parents and whatnot. And I actually like this episode a lot regarding to you seeing the character arc on each character kind of moving away, you know, and having to understand their family, but they're not choosing the, the same path. That like is what Bianca, Bianca is like a perfect example that Jeremiah in that she is basically, you know, forging a new path independent of her mother, who she feels is in a cult, yeah. which I believe is going to be the pre- premises of season two. Um, oh yeah. yeah. That, you know, that whole right concept, there, um, you know, that she's rejecting that whole, that whole methodology. And then you see uh wolf girl, uh, uh, which I can never yeah. remember her. It's just really funny Edney. to watch her mother and, you know, Oh, it took you all two seconds to make comments. Like it's, it's, you know, our parents do the same thing about non wolf related things. It's just, it's funny to see it. Used, it's interesting how it's know. all on the mother side, right? It's about mother kid relationships as opposed to father i think eddie what were you gonna say um well i'm going back i'm gonna go back a little bit more with what brandon was talking about with gomez and uh martice martice morticia like morticia morticia i 
start. I, this is the first time I actually got to see more of Gomez, right? And I almost felt like it was forced with their connection. I didn't believe it any as it, it started breaking apart with their connection more uh, with this episode for me. Well said, Eddie. Um, I really enjoyed both. I enjoyed both uh, characters, but I felt like it there was missing some type of a spark. And you know, with Gomez, I always imagine um and one of my friends actually told me this and i I was actually almost looking for it now in which i actually i think i almost don't know if that persuaded my eye but i started paying attention to it um and but overall the this whole parent you know come to come to your come to school week it was it became real obvious that i feel like all the students started banding together of like oh god like our parents are here and you almost got the feeling of of Wednesday connecting with Bianca a little bit on a different level of like, we both are like, you know, like let's put aside our, our, you know, our hatred towards each other. And let's just get past this fucking week. I'm going to disagree with you on that part, bro. Cause well, I mean, it's your thought. It's what you saw in the, in the episode. I kind of agree with Sean with this episode that I did see a connection with Gomez and uh, Wednesday, especially when in the jail cell and whatnot. Gomez and the, the wife though, I was saying. Oh, but there's oh. that great line. Jeremiah has it. I, I think he's got the line prepped up. Um, where, uh, you know, you're talking about their connection. I think it's, was it Morticia who says arrested for murder? What is it? Oh, no, that's when there was like younger hot (laughs) Gomez. And, you know, they go back to the 90s and she goes, you know, seeing you in handcuff, accuse of murder, I never love you more. It was like, it just, but that's, you know, what's so funny. Actually, now, brother, now you think about it, you know, I actually thought the younger Gomez and the younger Morticia had more of a, uh, yeah. connection you know like you know you just saw it on screen more than you saw with louis Go- uh, with louis guzman and uh and uh catherine zeta jones but um i actually like guzman in this one here i mean i thought he was really good with uh wednesday especially that uh between i, I gave you that yes i, thought I gave you that yeah the mother the the father daughter yeah the father daughter connection was nice what did you think of the plot what did you think of the uh you know, it was kind of a self-contained episode, independent of the grander story for a lot of it. I mean, it still had, it still touched on what's going on in Jericho and, you know, with the chief police and stuff like that. But what? That's the shittiest cop, dude. I'm yeah, just saying, I mean, man. Of all the fucking cops I've seen, dude, this guy's like, she's literally giving them like this whole season, like, you know, evidence and whatnot. And he chooses to fucking just be this dumb fucking cop in this town, dude. Is he being dumb? Yes. Is he well, being I'm dumb? I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, I yeah, think but, so. Um, anyway, so... What was interesting, what I found interesting is you have this murder, and I always love when they show a scene that you're sure of what happened, everyone's sure of what happened, only it's not exactly what happened. And, that, and then you, you kind of have the flashbacks, you kind of have the, you know, the, the, uh, the revelation that it was not Gomez, it was actually Morticia, and you have kind of that, that back and forth, and I thought... I thought that was a very interesting way to change the character and, and why Gomez was so devoted to Morticia. You know, it's just like. I, I, I did like that twist, Sean, how uh, there's almost what's that? There's not there's not two sides to the story. There's three sides to the story, possibly even four. Right. So that's what was uh, what Gomez was hiding this whole time. Like, you know, he was that's how much love he has for his wife. Like he from the very beginning, he was willing to take, take this hit. You know, and, and cover up, have a cover up to the cover up. It was pretty cool how they 
they twisted that a little bit and i i wasn't expecting it and then now looking back at it, i was like oh well duh like, yeah but i mean but it, but, it, but, like, it really, um, but, but it really but it really wasn't nice. her so if you i mean if you go back one more we had one more layer of it right we right, had it was one the more, nightshade yeah one more yeah. layer so it, it was it was it was going yeah the gates was yeah. going to go crazy on that whole fucking school man back in right. the 90s so yeah. it's just interesting how yeah. they're feathering in these uh what to me are, are very interesting plot points to an otherwise pretty whodunity show that i still am not sure whodunity like we're still not sure who the monster is we're still not sure you know why the monster is out there you know uh killing people like eugene or, or, or injuring or mauling people like eugene we're, we're still not quite sure what the fuck is going on and they're introducing whole other storylines that i don't know if they detract or if they add or if they give you just a little bit of of window into what's going on with the incompetence with the police with the you know the maybe the, some of the corruption in Jericho and so on and so forth. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have a uh, yeah. There was yeah, corruption. Yeah. There. So I'm gonna give you uh, I don't know an undesired uh, negative. So I'm I'm not sold on this show. I, I think that this show or these episodes really kind of detracted from me um, and was a step back. And I was trying to put my finger on it for the last couple of days because for whatever reason. I feel like I'm the only one that's having trouble with this. Uh, my wife's watching it. She loves these episodes. She liked them more than the other, the first four. But ultimately what I'm frustrated with is that I feel like each episode is just rambling along and it's, yeah, it's building towards the big climax, but nothing's actually happening. And I'm really, yes. really tired of just wand- well wandering through that's this nice. season. I get it's a season. It's not, you know, it's not just an episode thing. It's not episodic, but man, I need something more to keep my interest. Like her, her acting and her character and the writing, yes. the cute, clever writing that she has. It's great. But at the same time, it's not enough for me to, to really devote myself to really liking the show. So Jerry, I know you got something to say. I actually think this episode was a major, um, it really changed a lot of things regarding to the arc of Wednesday, because in this episode, you're actually seeing like layers being pull you know you're seeing her actually having feelings now you know she's trying to hold back these feelings about her yeah. family and the guilt that she's feeling with eugene uh, you know she's questioning everything and she's a very emotional in this episode here and i think you see the character development of wednesday in this episode and i think that yeah. for me personally i'm like but i'm I liking that and i'm plot, loving how it's going that direction right? I, I need more plot than just character development there has to be something that's keeping me going and right now there's not really a whole lot that's keeping me going well, this episode, then it actually answered a lot of questions regarding to Gomez's past. I mean, for the longest time, for the first four episodes, we're thinking like, whoa, did he murder someone? So it actually shows four, three things in one. One, he did not murder something. Two, the Gates, this whole other family was trying to kill this school and everything like that. And possible setting up for even, you know, the link to that family. So it gives us more of a plot of regarding to what's going to be expected coming up in the yeah. next couple of episodes. So Eddie, go ahead. Cool. I, I have something to add there too. Eddie, go ahead. So I, I think I'm agreeing more and more with Brandon as, cause I was a little iffy on the track with this episode. I enjoyed the, you know, there was another layer, but then I felt like it wasn't mm-hmm. deep enough. Like I wanted, they could have, they could have made it more, uh, they should have made it a little bit more for me. And I feel like you still like you're, you're they're I don't know, you're, is it prairie dogging maybe? I don't know if that's the right word, but you're prairie dogging. Like you keep in, and, works. Out, in and out. And like, okay, just, just fucking go with it and just open this pill it back and let's just fucking give it to me. Right. I don't like, I feel like they're like dancing around the whole, because they're, they're trying to spread yep. it out with the whole season. I understand. And I, I, 
I was I got a little over by the end of this episode. I was a little bit over this episode. I was like, okay, let's fuck it. Like I, I was expecting Eddie's right, more right. By it's the end it's of like episode. they're trying to make and a it, movie. It was a letdown. Right, they're trying to make a four. movie, but they they end yeah. up making uh, a, a, a series yeah. out of it. To me, this should have been, or this could have been a, a three to four hour miniseries. But instead, we're making it into a season. I just feel like it doesn't have the 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 maintaining sustaining power. So. I just, I just don't. I oh, just wow! Don't, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't agree. That. To me, this, this was the turning point in this. This episode was the turning point in the show. Number one, in the turn, in the turning point of Wednesday as a character, because what it did is it, re, it ended up uh, loosening the relationship between her and her mother just enough for her mother to be honest with her about the visions that she's having and to warn her about how this is going to work and that someone's going to reach out from her past and that someone's going to, you know, it's going to take a lot from her. And it's, it's, she, she finally had that breakdown with her mom and that, that she got the truth out of her. And this whole episode was Wednesday finding the truth, the truth about her father, the truth about her family, the truth about the school, the truth about what happened all those years ago. Uh, you know, the truth was revealed and it allowed Wednesday to approach solving the murder, the new mystery with with the actual facts and not this cloud of Jericho, not this cloud of what she's been told. But instead, she can now trust this crazy ghost from the past because it's a family member that's going to guide her through the through the, the visions that she's having. And the visions are yeah. going to they, they, they become this this cornerstone of the show. And as you, as you, as you start to develop all these characters, she's got to trust something. And she, right now, before this episode, she trusts nothing. And all of a sudden she's got, woo, she got clarity on everything and she can move forward from here into the rest of the, into the rest of the episodes and actually solve the problem, solve the, you know, solve the, the mystery. I agree with you that Sean, because honestly, like you find out in so many different things in this episode, you find out that she finds out Wednesday that her principal is a shapeshifter. Right. She fucking put that two together right now. You and, know? And why? Why is why protecting five? and who's protecting the school? Not the not 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 Jericho. The the, the principal. Yeah. She finds an ally in the principal that you know she can trust that 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 Gwendolyn Christie is actually has the school as her priority and not yeah not yet, not yet. she, not, kind, not she does five. when. When Gwendolyn Christie accepts the the turn of Luis of of Gomez becoming innocent of the crime and learning about the nightshades, yes, she does. Did Gomez? Did did she like Gomez? No, she she cons- always was, held Gomez as the murderer. She always thought Gomez was a murderer. So the fact that she was able to accept it and accept the nightshade story and accept all these different things, to me, um, you know, once again, you have Wednesday growing into. And she got an ally at school. She's got an ally with Bianca. The yeah. Nightshades, the new Nightshade group, is starting to form around her and to support her. To me, all of these things are so pivotal to the story. Yes, but okay. So here, here's my rebuttal. Yeah. Here's my rebuttal. Here's my issue. And and Ed, I think you said it really, really well. Is that it's just taking so much fucking time. It's rambling on. I think that what their problem is, they don't have enough. I don't want to call them cliffhangers. They don't have enough moments 
real moments that really get us to go through mm, eight episodes. Yes, I, yeah, I just, uh, and, I, I and, like and I'm not saying that the story is bad. I think the story is great. I think the characters are great. I think the problem is that there's not enough. Uh, I was trying to explain it to Amanda is, is there's not enough up and down for a show. It's more of just a slow, steady build. And I bet you, I haven't seen episodes seven and eight, but I bet you, and I know you guys can say it, that seven and eight, it's, it's a beautiful climactic moment that it all comes together. And that's fantastic. But the problem is the, the journey to get to that moment to me is boring. It's all it is. I don't think it's a bad show. I just oh, think it's wow. a boring show. I, I'm pretty sure. So I'm really shocked so about that one. I yeah. I feel like they're like I'm very closer, Brandon. I feel like they're one episode yeah. behind almost. Like I feel like I this episode I I, I just feel like I could have had this last episode. It feels like. Like it just yeah. I don't know why. That's how I feel. Like it's something about it makes me feel like they're they're, they are dragging it for me, and I feel I don't know. I also feel like Wednesday's badass. Mm-hmm. Like when I, I agree with that. That I, that's a big reason why I keep watching the show. But the rest of the characters, well, why did you all of a sudden now bring Catherine Zeta Jones and Gomez into season episode five? I could have been sooner. Like this is the first time I'm hearing them since episode so one. I, like, I, and I don't know. That's I me. think that we we as a culture are so instant gratification focused on and this is the problem with binging a show we're so fucking caught up in 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 what happens we don't enjoy the ride of how we get to what happens but, but the ride is boring that then that's show, a shitty ride i don't i i don't think the ride is boring i think the ride is incredibly entertaining i don't know what else an episode can fucking do to keep yeah, someone's I, like you know focus yeah. on it it literally it showed four or five different things and then also to show Wednesday go out of her element and actually do something totally different where you actually see her emotions I for the think... first time and actually trying to solve not one but two different mysteries. Wednesday, this episode makes me realize it's, they're putting yeah. a lot on Wednesday. Yeah. It's Wednesday's well, show. I know, but, but here's yeah. the thing. I think Ed, Ed hit the nail yeah, on the and, fucking head, the... and that is that, that they, they're doing – they did it too late. They have done it too late. You're right. No, no, you guys are mm-hmm. right that there are yes. some beautiful revelations here. And I'm not saying it's a bad show. Please don't think that I'm going there. But what I'm saying is it doesn't no, no, deserve no, the not. raving reviews that some people, to you guys, are really giving well, I mean, it. I think that now, granted, it's all subjective. But the problem is, I uh, my my subjective opinion is that this show could be fucking amazing. But the problem is, it's too slow of a build, and it's not about instant gratification. Well, 5, what 000, it is, it's about five thousand people disagree with you. Five thousand, five thousand is not that many. Yeah, they have an eight. Mm, no, they no, have no. an eight point oh. They have an eight point oh on actually, IMDb uh, for this episode. Five with five thousand reviews. It went oh, yeah. down. It did with go 5, down. 000, yeah, it's going 5, down. It went 8. down. 8. 0, my ratings are going to go 8. down. Eight point is a fabulous. Um, like I said, I'm kind of shocked. Like I don't know how you put the, all these elements into like last episode. I mean, seriously, I thought there was, was a great bridge from this previous episode to this episode, and I think it was a gem actually. And I thought it really actually did a lot of things for the character and for the story. And what you're going to see. Uh, it was laying all the crumbles and it was laying all like the things that you are expected to like, know when at the end of the uh, the season, man, which is pretty fucking cool. Anyway, but, so, so we want to talk about episode six. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go into episode six. Oh man, now I just hurt. I hurt poor Sean's feelings. Pugsley's just sad now. You know my feelings. No. You can you can be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> hey, question <laughs> is so is if you if you receive a letter at the end like someone and telling you to go to the crypt at midnight, would you take if, that fucking letter abs- and go, or would you be like, Absolutely. nah, nothing good it happens after a, midnight? Well, Wednesday goes. <laughs> Wednesday, goes. Wednesday definitely like goes. goes. Sure, party. it could be so many things. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, so people gonna get murdered? I'm so there. <laughs> yeah. 
So one, one, I forgot, uh, I, I read something or one of my friends told me Wednesday. So everyone's expecting Wednesday from, uh, you know, the, the movies, right? That's a different Wednesday. Uh, this Wednesday takes more back from the very beginning of she, she, this is a whole yeah. different Wednesday now. I feel like Wednesday has developed characters over the different shows from the very beginning. She was, she, she had more life in her Wednesday in the movies was very dull, but like, it, like, you know, like very bland. I don't know. I mean, like, no emotion. And this Wednesday has more emotion. And I know people were uh, almost offensive by that, offended by that. But now, like, I am enjoying this Wednesday, personally. She takes a step back here, man. She doesn't want to be with her friends. She doesn't want to fucking be around people. She just wants to focus on this murder, and that's it. And she'll use whoever she needs to use but to get what she's But do you think that she ever want to be around friends? Do you think that she'd ever be a friend person? I think you can tell that she's always pushed people away. And you're seeing people that don't want to be away from her. That they're like, "Hey, we want to be with you. We want to be a part of your life. Your friends. This fucking twilight love triangle that's happening and shit like that. I mean, she's got this. Don't know. they throw a surprise? Well, yeah, but I mean, party? this is that's <laughs> what this whole episode. That's what whole episode six is about. Is her, you know, getting she's gotten too comfortable with all the people at Nevermore. She's gotten too comfortable with all these these you know the, her parents and she's tremendous offenses there that she starts to push herself away from all of her, all of her people. Um, and then, you know, that's when she starts to, uh, to, to try to summon Goody, um, Goody Adams to teach her how to control her psychic abilities. So I think you have kind of that whole concept moving in that direction. But I like her roommate comes in and she totally like just messes it up everything for her, you know, but do you guys kind of feel kind of sad that they were like breaking up as a friendship, you know, at the end of the episode, yeah. I was like, fuck, this is kind of like, yeah, Enid is sad, to me dude. is one of the best characters and it's just because she plays, I think the actor plays it just so fucking perfectly in that she is such a contrast from Wednesday, but at the same time, it's not caricature, even though it's kind of caricature-y. Um, and I loved when you talk about true development of character, I loved seeing Enid hurt. I, that sounds terrible, but it showed that she's a, she's a genuine person and it mm. showed Wednesday what Wednesday ultimately is capable of doing. And I think it was a really good moment for Wednesday as you know, a development of character. So I really, really liked that breakup moment. It was sad. What do you guys think of like Xavier? Uh, 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 Xavier and like, Xavier's you know, maybe having like, obviously he's having, uh, premonitions about Wednesday also, right? He saw Wednesday a couple times. So like, he's a guy of a, he, he has a lot of emotions in him and, but you do get the feeling like he's hiding big secrets and I, I almost, a you know, uh, I, I am interested with his power. It's almost really, really confusing with what the hell he can do. <laughs> do you think he can actually like draw something and make it come out of the live and actually fucking control it or something like that? I mean, no, you know, he gets stabbed. No, I think I saw that with the, that's, with the that's spider. That's kind of what he did. Right, the spider. He didn't have any kind of agency. Yeah, over. but what he did with the monster, right? When he slashed his leg, but the scratched. monster scratched him. Yeah, so what I'm saying is he, he doesn't have no, no like a couple. Of he doesn't ago. have any agency over it. I think that he creates it, and and it basically has a mind of its own. So, I think that or is he developing oh, his power, and and he will have agency over it? Yeah, you know, is that the question? Is it right? You know, and, and this is this is one of the questions I had I had about this episode particularly, and and the monster generally. Is you know is the monster clearly the monster has some soft spot for Wednesday uh, you know somehow either it's protecting Wednesday or it's not harming Wednesday for some reason but it seems to ruthlessly go after everyone else who I mean if you look at a character like Eugene didn't really do anything to deserve it so is the monster trying to be controlled and not not being controlled 
Is the monster, you know, the embodiment of a, of a, of a drawing is the monster. You know, you, what is the monster? And we still don't have a fucking answer to this. And it drives me crazy. But then I think of a show called lost where we watched a smoke monster for fucking five seasons. Um, and the reveal was terrible. But I, I you shut your no, mouth when you talk about these days. I'm just playing. 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 Play. Keep going. Sean. I'm negative about loss. Uh, anyway, uh, I just I'm thinking about that kind of concept, right? Slow burner reveal and lost. I'm wondering if that's what we're going to get here, which is, you know, which is to say, I like the I like the mystique around his power. You really don't know what it is. You really don't know if he has agency over his drawings. You know, clearly he doesn't have complete agency because it scratched him. And the spider kind of went a little crazy. So is he working on trying to control that? I don't know. Those questions to me in that little shack uh, have a lot to do with the rest of the uh, rest of the show. For me, at this point, you get there's two possible suspects. It's Xavier or Tyler. Is that just anyone else? I think they're setting it up just, like, that it's way. It's very obvious. Yeah, one, it has to be one of them. But then it makes you think just the last episode, you you have uh, uh, Eugene kind of fell upon the right. cave, right? And somebody – you saw somebody – walking up there like you know a, a bomb like trying to get rid of evidence so we're discounting right? we're discounting so, gwendolyn christie as a suspect i'm discounting we're her discounting but no i think the, it's a psychologist it's a fucking psychiatrist police, the chief of goddamn not, police the psychologist psychiatrist, the psychologist, the psychiatrist, psychologist or also christina yeah. ritchie I mean, might be a little like, li- yeah. listen guys i mean they go to the scooby-doo yeah. fucking haunted mansion shit like that right and they get lost and they get separated fucking tyler comes out from out of nowhere, he's like, Ugh, I'm all scratched up. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, yo. I mean, come on, dude. I mean, I thought that was the funniest thing. To me right there, I'm like thinking to myself like, okay, I mean, come on, dude. You can't, so you can't we, pull what, that shit right what there. What we are dude. seeing I mean, is somebody who takes pride in preservation of dead things. Um, which to me is like, oh, the psychiatrist and her little her little squirrel fascination, which, by the way, is not um, it's not a MacGuffin. That's something really, <laughs> really important there. Uh, what I thought, you know, we didn't we didn't haven't really talked about the whole Gates um, connection and the Gates family and and the missing sister who we yes. all know is going to be the fucking psychologist, psychiatrist. I mean, that's just writing on the wall, Scooby-Doo. Um, but I thought that that scene, that scene or those mm-hmm. scenes, I guess, that segment yeah. in the Scooby-Doo house was fantastic i thought it was beautiful i thought it was it was on the edge of your seat um i thought it was really well done did you guys get that frankenstein vibe at the end in the basement where you see all the parts Mm -hmm. and shit like that you're like okay what the fuck is going on here man so yeah i actually like this and i actually like eating was her name eating eating i'm gonna say this she's the true horror film knowledge and she's like if you split up one of your friends ends up dead. She's like, oh, that's yes. the funniest fucking thing right there, yo. You almost forget that they have powers because at that point, you're like, bro, yeah. like, she needs to like, use your cat's out. senses. You're obviously yeah, a wolf out. Out. That's, that's, one, that's one thing. <laughs> yes. That's one thing. Like, so I, I remember yes. watching Harry Potter, right? And, and, uh, uh, and fucking, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the end of the first movie slash book. And he's like, how am I supposed to start a fire? And Hermione's like, your wand, idiot. Use your fucking wand. And it's like, it's the same thing in this show. It's like, your powers, moron. Use your powers. You got powers. <laughs> that was fucking funny, man. So that's what makes me think with this, uh, with this when they do the Scooby-Doo house, you have uh, Wednesday, uh, Enid, Enid, and, or, Enid, Enid. Enid. It's Enid. It's Enid. Yeah. And then you have Tyler, right? 
you have Tyler, and then you have them three, and then I think Xavier comes out of nowhere. No, or I think he, he does, does come he out of nowhere. Well, yeah, you got Tyler yeah. and Xavier, who to me like have some a tracking device on Wednesday because every time Wednesday's like out doing something, one of them's like, oh, I'm gonna pop up, I'm gonna pop up here. Twilight, here. Twilight. Why do you keep saying Twilight? What, what, it's, I don't it's understand. It's a combination what? of because Twilight. Because either you're Team Tyler or you're Team no, Xavier, no, 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 no. man. Come on. Twilight. I am, I am Team Jasper. There is zero question about this. Why? I'm this why, fucking why? Jasper guy. I'm not. I'm on I'm Team just, dude, Thing. Thank you very much. You can't blame Tyler on this one, dude. He was just like, oh, cool. We're going to go on a date. And he's <laughs> like, wait a second. Why do we have this other fucking person here? And she's yes. like, oh, I thought yeah. we're going to have yes. girls night out. What the fuck? Fucked up by Wednesday. Wednesday was so the dick up. in this one, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I love how she's she's socially awkward. I love how socially awkward and certain of her life's choices she is. So she's absolutely uncomfortable with all of this. These people, yeah. and yet she she continues to put herself in these positions to make her uncomfortable, knowing full well that she's going to be uncomfortable. It's almost like she's reveling in her discomfort. As like her punishment or torment, and then enjoying the fucking torment. Yeah, it's it's so twisted. It's so twisty. Yeah. No, yeah. So we're talking about her and it her development funny, yeah. as a character over five and six, and I will say that it's it's good. I love how she is stepping out of her comfort zone, which is stepping into other people's comfort zones. And uh, I think one of the best moments is at the end when she says, "Please." Like to me, that was such a beautiful moment. She asks. You know, instead of demanding, she asks, we see her trying. I don't think she's succeeding completely. And I think that's the whole point, but I do see her trying. And I really do like that, uh, that development of her character. Yeah, I actually agree with you on that, actually. So, so what, uh, what about, uh, let me, let me just ask a question. So how far I know, uh, Sean, you've already finished it. Jared, how far have you gotten? Have you finished the whole season? Oh fuck! Oh yeah, dude. Ed, done. have you have you finished? I just finished episode seven. I purposely waited okay. with seven and eight because I wanted to make sure I didn't get too far ahead and yeah. start yeah. talking about the run episode. So I tend you to do, do that uh, with this with shows. What, so what's your, what's your uh, question? What's oh no, that was my here? question because I want to just see. Uh, because I want to ask you guys questions, but then I don't want to, you know, because basically I want to no, say ask, ask away. Well, no, ask well, away. Okay, fine. Ask away. The ask, listeners okay. want to know to you. Yeah, I mean, I don't, well, it's more of your personal opinion. Yeah, I want to know who to, you I mean, watch think it doesn't it matter. Is. I, I, who you think it is. Okay, fine. At this point, who would you have thought it is? Yeah. The, so the monster. At this point, I thought, I, I mean, I, I, I can tell you right now is I, I'm thinking it's a therapist. Um, I'm thinking that the therapist is just twisted enough, has just enough inroads to the world. Um, you know, she's got this creepy methodology. She lives in Jericho. She's a woman of the right age. She kind of fits all the little pieces, and I'm like, all right. So I'm I'm really leaning heavily on on the therapist. I'm with Sean on this one because there was a situation here where she there was flowers next to Eugene, right? It was like these particular type mm-hmm. of flowers. When they go to the Scooby Doo Mansion, whatnot, there were flowers in this girl's Lauren's room, in, the in the bedroom, right? And then the mm-hmm. next episode, in the next scene or some of like that, you see mm-hmm. her have the flowers, and she brings that over, and I'm like, oh, I, I thought that fuck, was, I thought that her. was, I thought that was the revelation of the episode. Yeah, yeah um, I thought that and, was it. And quite frankly, if you look at her for, as a character, um, one of the things that I thought was very interesting was she did not seem altogether. Uh, let's see, excited or enthusiastic to bring out Goody Adams in Wednesday. That wasn't part of the therapy sessions. That wasn't part of 
Like her powers were never a focus. Developing her powers were never a focus of therapy. And so when you had Morticia in the previous episode kind of unlock that part of her, um, I was like, oh, shit. Now you're going to have, you know, you're going to have Goody Adams essentially reveal that the therapist is the is the arc. I literally thought that she ran, she did the hit and run with the uh, yeah. with the mayor and shit like that. I actually thought that was her. I was like, oh fuck, so, there she is. So okay, so are the Gates is the Gates family supposed to be a direct descendant of Crackstone? Is that what is that what we're supposed to get from this? You saw yeah. something here, right? You saw that they had that little hidden passageway where it's just like the secret fucking the like you know thing, like yeah. worship of like you know Joseph yeah. uh, Crackstone. So you're like putting everything together here, man. Episode six, man, was a, one of those murder mystery type of episodes that everything and was kind of coming score together and whatnot, and then chair. boom. Yep. Well, and I, I'm sorry, but you don't get to the revelation without the character development, and I enjoy the character development more than the re- God dang it. You know who I sound like? Brandon, amazing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm taking on a Sean atmosphere a little bit. No, come on. He prioritizes so, character development over story development every, every day, day, every moment of his life, except, except for this Now he likes the this action, he likes the action and everything, dude. <laughs> so no one, so no one asked, no one asked me who it was, it was so far. Uh, Eugene. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I do. I think because at, at moments I thought I was with you, Sean. I thought I was a therapist just as I, She's just not in this episode. She's not in this season enough to for why is she still around? Like she's too good to be true, and she's a, she's a therapist with a whole bunch of like why is she here? And the age matched up with the flowers. You obviously know this with the flowers with Eugene. Why the hell is she? And then I also started to notice uh, for some reason I always thought it was uh, Uncle Fester. I don't know. I just thought like maybe he, he has a side. Like he has something that he's in the town and somebody's following him. I, I thought it was something random. So, so the other, I'll, I'll draw your attention to another character, which I, I suspected, but I, I, I really don't think it's her because uh, of her storied history with the Adams family, which is Christina Ricci. I thought from the first episode, she was nefarious, had something to do. And I, it's really hard for me to accept that now moving forward because she's kind of an integral part of Wednesday's development, and I kind of like her, and I would like to see her for the next couple of seasons, yes. and I, I don't think that they would ruin, I don't know, maybe I, I, my selfish mind, I wouldn't ruin the only legacy cast member, you know, in, in, in that way. But that's just, that's just how I was, you know, that's how I was and am feeling. Well, then, you know what? We got episode seven and eight to figure out what's going to be happening for us and everyone else. Hey, who's that? Oh, shit. I thought that was fucking like, uh, sore. <laughs> fucking popping up. <laughs> I'm like, yo, he <laughs> puts me in bed, dude. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of our review. Now it's time on the podcast where each of the hosts provides his score on the following scale. Eddie, uh, little elf man, <laughs> can you provide the scale, please? Look, Brandon. Look. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me of The Hangover. All right, guys. So Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. Uh, One, a feel-good first cocktail. Uh, Two, a happy buzz. Three, an Uber looking home. Four, rough morning watch of shame. Five, blackout, shit-faced, spring rate drunk. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, let's start with Jeremiah with the first episode, with uh, episode five. Episode five. Okay, so so episode five, dude, seriously, um, I don't know what you guys are talking about. You know, I might have seen a different episode. I thought the episode had a lot of things that it really did for um, the season. I think you saw an episode where you saw the kids actually kind of chose their own path away from their families. Uh, You found not one, but three mysteries that was solved regarding to what we're looking for and everything like that. You see Wednesday 
uh, kind of like, you know, her shield being down, like she is very emotional in this episode, feels lost and angry and guilty at the same time. I love these, the character arc in this episode. And I thought the story was really good, man. You know, um, I thought it was a perfect episode from episode four to go to episode five. And seriously, it layered the next, you know, episodes, what we we're supposed to expect. I thought this was a really good episode. So, you know, for me, this is a one drink for me. I didn't have a problem with this one, guys. Uh, Sean, what do you uh, think? yeah, so I, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that this 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 episode in particular, episode five, um, it developed the characters more than any other episode of the show. I think Wednesday finally was able to get past her problems with her mother, uh, finally start to get allies, finally start to know the truth about her father. And there's a scene um, when she talks to her dad, and there's this this little back and forth, and I, I can't. I yeah. can't remember the exact words, but she talks about individuality and being strong and, and learning how to persevere and and having this great relationship with her father because her father is doubting whether he's been a good dad to Wednesday. And Wednesday reaffirms to him that, no, you know, you have taught me everything that is, you know, that I need to survive. And, and this scene, is yeah. why you're, you know, this you've done an OK job. And to me, in a in a show that could have very easily made fun of that and, and made it dark, it actually went the other way and made it very touching. And this episode, to me, had a couple of touching episodes. Excuse me, segments when she's digging the grave to find the nightshade uh, from the victim. Um, you know, that's where Morticia opens up about her visions, and they started when she was a kid, and how you know she couldn't handle them necessarily very well. It takes a lot out of her. And it opens up the concept of Goody Adams coming in and finishing out the season. And she can now depend on Goody Adams. And I think that there was a lot of internal and external change to Wednesday's character from this, this open, this revelations about her parents in this, this, this episode. So I'm going to give this episode a 0.5. I, I loved it. I thought it was the heart of the season. I thought uh, once again, the acting on Morticia's part was just magnificent. Um, so 0.5. Uh, I thought it was just great. Eddie, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Sean. Uh, you know, this, I do, looking at the benefits of this episode, I do see how it, it did move the story along. Uh, like I said earlier, though, it, I felt like it dragged with the story. I feel like it 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 could have been part of episode four or it could have been uh, maybe, to, you know, after episode five. It, it just felt like it was lacking for something with me with the whole parent come to, come to the week conference. Um you get a lot of information with uh, the mom and dad, with the background of the killing, with the abates. Um, but I, I mean, I didn't like Gomez as much in this episode personally. Um, I, 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 something fell off the track with me with this episode, with this series. Uh, it doesn't mean I don't. I, I hate the uh, the series. It just means this was probably my second to least favorite episode. I personally, that's how I feel, um, and I do think. Uh, it was still really quality uh, done, um, but overall, um, I, I enjoyed Gomez. I enjoyed Wednesday and that whole conversation. Their, their relationship was amazing. I didn't believe uh, Gomez and uh, I can't say her name. Morticia. Uh, I, I can never say it in my Morticia. I always say Mar- Martrish, uh, Morticia. <laughs> uh, but it was just you know there were so many different episode uh, scenes in this movie. That, I mean the show that I enjoyed, and then I also was like, oh, I didn't really care for that and uh wednesday is smart and i feel like this episode they were dragging it for a little bit i feel like she could have solved it by now personally um but 
it's something I will definitely still watch uh, this episode. Like I said, it took a little hit from the last episode. Uh, I still think it's it's still a, a good average episode for me. So I'm really going to go a 2.5. That's how I feel. Yeah. So, Brandon. Eddie, uh, I feel like you and I uh, are, are, are blood brothers at this point. Um, I couldn't agree with you more with everything. Yeah, that's not Doesn't happen, happen often. Um, so for me, it was a missed opportunity. I thought that they could have done so much more with the parents. Uh, and I know I get what you guys are saying. That Yes, there are those beautiful moments. And I, I agree that moment with Gomez and, and Wednesday when she affirms that he was the father that he doesn't think he is. Um, you know, as a dad, that's like uh, it hits you hard. Um, and, and I think that that was a really beautiful moment, but at the same time, when you look at everything, like, yes, there's revelations. Oh my God. You know, uh, the, the nightshade and, and he got stabbed by this person. He got stabbed by this person with the Bates character. Um, like that's interesting, but at the same time, to me, it slowed down the whole show. And like you guys are saying, it was, it was an independent character like episode where really, yes, it, it kind of moved the story along, but it really kind of to me, slowed the story down. And uh, this was not, Eddie said this is the second to least favorite. This was my least favorite episode, um, bar none. So for me, um, it's not a bad episode. Uh, I was just thinking about it as Eddie was talking. Like, this is the type of show, at least at this point, where I'm really happy that I'm watching it. And I'll watch season two and season three and so on. But it's not one that I'm going to say to my kids, hey, you have to see this show. And I can't wait to watch it again. If I never see this show again at this point, I'm cool. I don't feel like I lost anything out where there's other shows where it's like, I can't wait to, to relive it, to watch it again and to really enjoy it. Um, and so, like I said, it's not a bad episode. It's definitely not a bad show, but for me, it's an average. Um, it's not below average, but it's average. So I'm going to give it a 2.5 also. So that's what I got. All right. When you, you, know, when you take those four uh, scores and divide them by four, Ed, what does that give episode five um, a average rating of? It gives a 1.625. Where does that put us on the, on, the, on the scale of, of the episode so far? It's ranked number third, actually, for um, the series. So episode four is number one, episode three is number two, and now episode five is number three, actually. And then two and one? And then two and one. Okay. Yep. So it's right in the middle. Yeah. I can't, I can't be here. Um, awesome. Can okay, I let's move on to uh, episode then six and see. Uh, let's start with... Let's reverse it. Reverse it. Let's start reverse with uh, Brandon. Yeah. yeah, start with Brandon. So... Uh, I watched these two episodes um, in back-to-back nights. I didn't binge them and watch them in the same night, but I watched them back-to-back nights. I saw one one night and I saw the next one. And I was really feeling kind of frustrated with the show after five, as you guys have heard for the last hour. Um, and then six was this beautiful sigh of relief that I needed. And it was because they got back to the what, what to me what's interesting, which is that the mystery. Um, it wasn't about side mysteries. It wasn't about building the ethos and wasn't about building the mythos. It was really about building, uh, on the story that they started. And yeah, to me, there are, there's a lot of problems with this, the show in general. I don't think that they built enough, uh, backstory into the surrounding characters. I think that the focus, like Eddie was saying, is so much on Wednesday, aptly named as the show, but it's so much on Wednesday that in a lot of ways we're losing out on a lot of the 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 surrounding um uh, the surrounding players i guess is the best way of saying it that said i thought that them going to the house was beautiful we finally got that cliffhanger that i do think that episodes need because uh especially if we're trying to say well don't worry about binging something we don't need to worry about binging it but we need to think of this as a as a truly episodic thing where each episode should make us 
want to watch that next episode. And I think that six does that beautifully for me. I, I, I really had to stop myself from hitting the next button on the remote. So uh, I, I really enjoyed this one. This is a major step up um, for me. It's not a perfect episode, but it's a really, really good one. Uh, and so I'm going to give this a 1.25. So I'm, I'm splitting the difference in that last episode. So 1.25 for me. And so I believe that that would be, is it Ed? Well said, Brandon. Uh, this episode, definitely, uh, I was I was not down as probably as much as Brandon, but I was thinking in my head, like, oh, God, if this one dragged as bad as the last one, like, I hope, I hope there's... I hope there's something there for me uh, to like, I'm not going to quit ever uh, this, uh, this, I love Wednesday, the, the series, and I'm hoping that there, it, it pits back up for me. Um, so for, uh, I mean, like the whole Scooby-Doo house, that was, uh, there, it was more on my seat this episode. Uh, and I enjoyed that. Uh, I enjoyed uh, back to the original, uh, the, trying to solve that original mystery and that throw off with uh, the dad, uh, or the family and you start getting this okay this goes pretty deep now and it brings it actually this episode makes episode five a lot better for me um so i i said okay well it, it brings up the score a little bit definitely for me i enjoy this one a lot better with uh xavier and tyler and that little bad chemical romance between them three uh i entirely i like i like it i mean i think it does well but uh, you get more, you get, I got more what I wanted to see in this episode. And it, it went back to the, maybe the base of the whole Wednesday for me, uh, of the series. So for me personally, I'm real close with Brandon tonight. I, I do see this is a 1.25. I like that score. And I'm going to go yeah. 1.25, Brandon. And Sean and Jeremy. You guys are so yeah, are. cute. I guess for me, I, I, I find legacy when they bring in parents and they bring in, other characters, I, I seem to like those better than the primary characters. I'm not a huge fan of Tyler and Xavier. I think they're boring, similar characters that don't really have a lot of <clears throat> depth to them. Um, but that can be said about a lot of the characters on the show is that they have not expounded on the depth of very many of them. I think Bianca has had some character development. I think Enid has had some character development, although not enough. Um, uh, you know, Poor Eugene had the most, and he's he's on death's door. Um, I think that uh, honestly, the 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 shining star of this of the show continues to be both Wednesday and Thing. I think Thing is you know just fantastic. Um, for me, this episode was very good. Uh, it it picked up where Five left off. It 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 opened the door to the rest of the season. It started back on the track of okay, we're going to solve the OG mystery. Um. My problem, I guess, with it is that Wednesday is torn in by her character. She's torn with needing the the movie, the cinematic, the whatever you want to call it, the series requirement of having more than her on screen. Um, so they have to put her with other people, and every time she goes with other people, uh, she kind of betrays who she is as a character, as a loner and antisocial. And I think that this episode threaded that line fairly well. I feel like she's giving in to this group mentality. And I know what happens in the next episode. So I know that it fixes itself. But it left me with a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not going to lie. Like she was part of a gang that was solving the mystery. And I don't like that. It's supposed to be her solving the mystery. She shouldn't be depending on other people to help her solve the mystery. 
And so for that, I, I kind of knocked mm. the, the episode a little bit because I think it's anti her character. Did anyone else feel that, or is that just is that just me? Is that, I mean, um, I looked at no, that as, as part of her character development. I, I didn't feel that way. I, she needed is that she's yeah she's, exactly she's starting to acquiesce to other people's yeah. visions and views. Well, you see in this episode that she put people in danger, like you know, and now she kind of realizes well, she gets that called out for that in a lot of ways. That herself yeah, she gets ways. called out for that. And I think that's yeah. a really big moment. So it's like it kind of like made her uh, open her eyes up and everything like that. She cares now. That's yes. what you see. Uh, and here. I guess that's it's just to me that caring is contrary to her character because she's supposed to be an unfeeling character. So either she's developing beyond what we know of Wednesday, or she's betraying her character. One of the two. But anyway. Five, I think I think it definitely was uh, a good episode. I'm going to give it a one. I think I think it's it was a really strong entry in the Wednesday mythology, and uh, I really was looking forward to the next episode uh, seven, with the culmination of kind of her discovering who she is and then approaching it from from that. <clears throat> Jeremiah, yeah, you know, I actually thought the last episode was a little better and everything, but I really enjoyed this episode so much because it got back into the whole mystery element of what you're trying to figure out in uh, as a us as a viewer and whatnot and i just love how it ends man you have a murder mm. you have betrayal you have breakups you have a a mystery that you're going further down the abyss that you had a haunted mansion and everything like that you learn more new things about it you know once you kind of solve something something else pops up you have this whole kind of frankenstein layer that's happening in the basement so it makes your head and it just makes your thoughts going everywhere and i just that's fucking amazing in this fucking series where I'm like, fuck, you know, okay, you got me. Let's go, let's go to the next fucking Is episode. this a serial show, um, though? I mean, is that what this is? What's is up? this a serial show? Is it a show that has cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger? I think it's Bro, should. you know what this reminds me of? This You're going to make fun of me. It feels like... Uh, See, it's, to me, it's, it's a little small village. To me, it's it's like it's it's a group of people always trying to find a mystery. There's always a bigger mystery. They it's kind of like Riverdale yeah, 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 in a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah. Riverdale is a good yeah. Riverdale is a good comparison. But I honestly think that I just love this this arc of Wednesday's character because you see her kind of actually have an understanding that is just not her anymore, and that she needs to actually kind of figure it out. But in a lot of ways, in the end of the episode, she's like, "Fuck it, it is me. I'm going to figure this one out. I'm going to take the ring. I'm going to take the, the control of the situation, and I'm going to solve this fucking mystery. And I love that part here. So this was a fun episode, man. This was easily not like a 1.25, but it's not a 1. I'm going to go in the half right. of that one. This is going to be a 1.15. 1. I actually really enjoy this one. 1.15. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. gives me shit about my weird right. ratings. Oh, uh, oh, stop. This is my first time uh, doing this uh, with uh, you, Brandon. This is me just winking at you, I by the way. It. When you take those four and divide it by four, Eddie, what does that give this episode an average rating of? It gives us a 1.1625. I mean, obviously, it's unique. Where does it put it on the list of uh, episodes? It's better than... Uh, episode four. Yeah, so episode four is number one. Episode six is okay. number two. Episode three is number th- number three. Episode five is number four. And then you got episode two as number uh, uh, five, and then uh, number one is the last episode. I, I do feel a build up now. Like I, I'm starting at the end of this episode. It's like, oh, there's a build up coming, and I, you know, obviously the end of the season's happening. But like, I was like, oh, it's getting, it's like it's, it's working it's towards about to happen, yeah. and it's working towards. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. All right, we're getting to the finish line, all guys. All right, all right, all right. Well, uh, if 
Ooh. Oh, like man. That. Yeah, man. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey if style. If you enjoy like review, you're a fan of our podcast, we ask you please subscribe wherever you're listening and give us a five-star review on iTunes. I cannot express to you how important it is to free your little fingers from their scrolling and actually write out a review on iTunes. Very important to help us grow. You can find us on Instagram at the dot gentleman podcast, the dot gentleman podcast. The dot means a lot. You can visit our website at gentlemanpodcast.com, or if you want to reach out to us, you can do so by email at hosts, H-O-S-T-S, at gentlemanpodcast.com, and we're happy to receive your uh, queries, questions, complaints, and we will likely respond to them if they uh, if they meet our very, very low standard of response. Um, with that, uh, what do we have coming up? Uh, I guess we're finishing out the series here. In our next episode, is that yeah, correct, Yeah, Yeah, listeners, you know, I mean, uh, this has been a, a fascinating fucking series that we've been doing. But you know what? The results that we've been getting and the feedback we were getting has been fucking amazing. So it sounds like you guys like us doing series. So if you want, hit up our website, man. Let us know. Message us so we can see what other episodes or series that you want us to do. However, or, I've been watching White Lotus, and that shit is very good. <laughs> that fucking shit is good. Oh, my God. That fucking shit's badass, bro. Oh, shit. I'm, oh, so I'm on the third it, episode. If you had to explain that show to someone, it's like, a, no, I can do exactly. Mm. It is an absolute mystery show, but there is no mystery, and there's no finding out what happened. It's exactly what it is. It's the it's, it's the Seinfeld yeah, mystery it's set up show. That's what it is. Mystery show, like what the Fuck, fuck's bro. going on? Is it in the water? Is it in the drinks? Is it in the st- nope? It, there's zero investigation. Listeners. There's zero information. It's just watching people through a fishbowl. <laughs> listeners so yeah if you have anything if you have like any type of series that you want us to look into and whatnot just let us know man because this has been really fucking fun for us we're gonna get ready for our season four and we have a lot of shit up our sleeve does that sound good because i usually say the stupidest no, things that sounds fantastic jeremy i really appreciate you <laughs> sorry well, a lot of cool things up my sleeve yeah, that no, shit i mean we're not magicians Don't fucking for listen to me. Sake. We're, yeah well sean is a, a he's, he's an right. amateur cheers he's a magician <laughs> Sean's Sean's a he's a pretty yeah, damn good Sean's a pretty good magician. Sean had everyone at Las Vegas, man, on the corner, and he was just doing the show, and he had like a mob of people watching him do right, his fucking right, trick. Card, you see a card? You see a card? Where's the card? Where's the card? Follow. Shazam! Now, Shazam! Shazam! Where's the coin? What the fuck? Where, I mean, there's a coin following me too. And with that said, we'll see you guys next week. All right, okay. see you guys okay. later. <laughs> see you next week, guys. Cheers. <laughs>